Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. Alright, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Patrick. As our sound guy, Joe. Happy Fourth of July! And that's our co-host, Giselle. Welcome to the hottest month of the year. That's in Florida, that's everywhere. Yeah. But in July, it's just like unbearably hot. No, we'll, 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 like... we'll get some hun- hundo days. Exactly. Right. I mean, th- Florida only has two weathers. Hot, really hot, you know? Uh, don't <laughs> forget the rain, bro. Yeah. Right, hot, really hot, muggy. Yep. <laughs> we love I it here. It. I hate oh, it. I'm hi. from the Midwest. I can't deal with it. I love it here. I, yeah, I mean, it's lovely. I, it's... I prefer this than the cold. Yeah, honestly. I, I hate the cold. I, I'm like a dragon type. I don't like the cold. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool here. Cold sucks. You know, it does. Joe, tell us what we're doing. Well, this month, it's a hot month. We yeah. There's not that many news when it comes to video games. This is the movie central of the year. True. So, let's talk about our favorite people. All this month, all the four of us are going to go into people that we really looked up to, that we've taken inspiration from, or just people that we like in general. Mm-hmm. Today, we're starting off with Patrick's choice, Matthew Mercer. Mercer the man. Oh boy, Matt Mercer. Where do I start? All right, let me. Um, all right, who is this person? And why should we care? Um. Okay, that's where we'll start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Mercer is a voice actor first and foremost. He's voiced some of your favorite characters. He's McCree from Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, Crom from Fire Emblem, Leon mm-hmm. from Resident Evil. Too many people. If you've played a video game, if you watched an anime, he's probably a character. Levi from Attack on Titan. Um, Attack on Titan Junior High. Okay, sure. The 2015. Okay, the spin-off series <laughs> Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh no, he is Junior also. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Wow. I scrolled up just a little bit more just to make sure, and yeah, he, yeah, he's also you Levi. I'm sorry. No, yeah. bro. I mean, he is Levi in yeah. the spin-off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Attack on I, that's fair. It's not wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Let me correct you. Oh wait, I'm wrong. Uh, but um, I first ran into. Uh, Matt Mercer being the dungeon master for the critically acclaimed show Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Uh, As we all know, Patrick is our designated uh, tabletop board games guy and especially a dungeon master himself. Uh, yes, and um, I got one of the big reasons I got into D&D. There were a few people who got me into D&D, but Matt Mercer was one of the big pushes because he... So Critical Role mm-hmm. is a D&D show... Um, where professional voice actors sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Mercer, being the dungeon master for that one, has to be the most uh, expressive. Not, not diver- Yeah, he's he's the one in control of everything that's happening. Yeah. So he has mm-hmm. to put in the most effort. So I like the. And it's not his show, but like it's very much there would be no critical role without Matt Mercer. Mm. And so I, when I first started watching Critical Role and I first started getting into D&D and I saw the way he would DM games and how it was less a game they were playing and more a story they were showing us, I was like, okay, I really like this. I want to do this in my games. And I started, then that's what got me into D&D. But let alone that, also the fact that he's an insanely good human being, him and the people at Critical Role do tons of charity drives and uh, charity promo- promotions, and they're just they're good people in everything they do in with their company with their uh, production. How long role. how long ago did you did this happen? Like, um, this was um, maybe a year after they first started. They so they've had two campaigns. They're in their second campaign. No, I'm not two. talking about the the charity. I'm sorry. Oh. 
I'm talking about your... Since, since I've started watching them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they started their game midway through their first campaign. Or not midway through, right, but campaign. they were... That's a term. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, campaign, D&D campaign. Right. It's the, your whole story that you play with your friends. Yeah. Um, they had it going for a while, and then they were brought in to do... Uh, to, to do some episodes for their for Geek and Sundry's show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Critical Role started on Geek and Sundry, and I watched it since the beginning, though I watched, started watching it a year after they started. Um, but yeah, so that was, what, five years ago? Five years ago. Six years ago, that's maybe? when That's when you first got introduced to it. Well, the current campaign is like three years running now, two years running now. Jesus. Um... And between two to three years for that one, and the other one was between two to three years. Can so I just say around five years? Yeah. Can I just say how crazy Dungeons and Dragons is? It, it's it's so fun. It's like two to three year campaign. And the the best part about it is it's like so what I love about D and D is that it's it's and I talked about it a ton in our yeah. episode about it, but <laughs> it's it's this game that you Shout can play. Shout out to Logan. Logan, dude, he's the best. I'm gonna gonna be eating dinner with him later. Whoa! Oh, my, oh nice. wow, that's awesome. Okay. Um, so D and D is super cool because it's like it's the story that you go through with your friends that is specifically this unique experience that you only share with your friends. Mm. That's like insanely just personal. Like I can sit down with my friend and talk for hours about the legend that is said the character in one of the campaigns I've been in like but I can't have that conversation with anyone else I certainly can't have it on this podcast because it's not it just wouldn't make sense Mm -hmm. nobody was there but at the same time for us it was this thing that was insane we went through insane storylines and personal moments where we're having actual like heartfelt conversations certain campaigns I've been in tears were shed um, Critical Role, when I watched that one, some of the big emotional moments of that show had me in tears uh, because, well, voice actors. Um, that is amazing. True. So, like, great. They, they turned this very personal hobby into something that's for everyone. Okay. Um, and gave everybody the chance to enjoy it, their table. And their table is frankly one of the best out there. I mean, if you got a table full of voice actors for a D and D game, mm-hmm. that's naturally going to be better than just a bunch of people playing for fun because they're voice actors and they know how to act when they're playing their characters. They have a lot every of range. yeah, yeah. But also every interaction they have with their characters, they're actually acting yeah. their characters. And so it's not when you're looking at Liam talking to uh, Liam O'Brien talking to Sam Regal, you're not looking at. Um, those people. Those people. You're looking, you're at, looking at uh, Caleb and not sure. uh, the characters or uh, whichever characters. And so it's really cool to see that on the national stage. And Matt Mercer being the one who not only facilitates it, but creates the story and keeps the party on track. Mm. To me, I was like, I respect that because it takes a lot of effort and it makes this show that's unlike any other out there right now. I mean, Critical Role is a. D and D podcast or show set apart from most. That's others. the main one I've heard. That's yeah, the main one I've only heard of. It, it is. It's the biggest. They yeah. they uh they have a big enough and dedicated enough audience. They were able to greenlight their own animated show. Uh, really? They were they funded it themselves through Kickstarter. First 
animated show to get fully funded through Kickstarter. That's, really cool. that's wild. Uh, or not? That's really cool. Not first, but they they were the first to hit like the top ten most right. funded on Kickstarter. Yeah. It's huge. It's a yeah, huge, yeah. It's a big deal. Didn't they make like eleven million dollars or something to fund it? I don't know the exact amount, but it it was they had a goal. Yeah, and they and surpassed then they it. way yeah. past that goal, which you know is the the miracle Kickstarter story that mm-hmm. you hear so much. But that was the first time it happened with an animated series. Wow! So it's like one of the first big fan funded animated series because um, they tried going. From what I remember, looking at some of the stuff they were talking about, they tried getting uh, studios and producers, their investors, mm-hmm. to put money into their project, but they they wouldn't have the same creative. Freedom, uh, freedom, authority, mm. as if they were to do it themselves. So they took a risk on their audience, and it paid off. Yeah, Giselle. And what platform is it releasing on? Um, I don't know. I don't think they know yet either. I, okay, because I thought it, I <laughs> it's thought still, they it's said still it was. Production. Be, I thought they said it was okay. going to be released on Amazon, but I could be wrong. I heard that a while ago. Yeah. but I, it might have changed. Don't, I don't remember because st- it's still in production. Yeah. So it's not so- distribution is not something they probably have figured out too much yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, well, I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, it's just uh some of the stuff from. The thing is, they're not even doing it based off the show that already exists. It's off some of the stuff that wasn't included in their first campaign. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like I said earlier, their first campaign started later. Mm. Um, so there's this big gap in the story. Uh, so this animation basically serves as like a prequel. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Before but, we go a little bit further, I want to ask you guys your impressions on, you know, your first impression on Matthew Mercer, uh, Giselle. Um, I was watching like an interview with him and he seems really cool and he genuinely cares about everything that he puts his heart and soul into like D&D critical role his voice acting and he was actually talking about you know how much of a risk he was taking when he decided to like ask the team hey should we do this ourselves like the show kickstart fundraising and everything and it put a lot of pressure on him apparently because with the goal that they had placed i'm not exactly sure what the original goal was but they had a set okay if we raise this much money we can probably get it done around this time and it'll kind of have like this quality and when they surpassed it they're like okay now we have the money to do bigger things better animations put more quality into it but we have to push the release date back. Mm. And now that we have all of this support or money, not just from investors, but from actual people that are willing to watch it, we have to make sure it's good. So mm. there's a lot of pressure, but I think he's handling it really well. And he seems like a genuinely nice person. And I say this because in the interview, he gives a lot of credit where credit's due. Like he doesn't make the entire, oh yeah, Critical Role, I'm the dungeon master, it's my thing. It's more of like this entire team came forward and we all have our roles and it all just translated perfectly into the business that we're making now. So I really respect him for that. One of my favorite things about Matt Mercer is just how selfless he is. Because, and it is something that he's so selfless to the point where it hurts him. He deals with, he deals with, dealt with, not too sure of the specifics, imposter syndrome. Which mm-hmm. is basically, right. uh, basically like not feeling like you're worth as much people give Hype you the you idea of. Um, so Matt Mercer suddenly became this huge media personality because of Critical Role. And he was just like, I'm just voice actor. I'm just talking, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's no, just why, talking. Why are you giving he's me just hosting D&D. But I, I, think, I think it's well-deserved. I think he, he is really selfless, but I don't... 
I really think he he does bring a lot to the table, mm-hmm. and of course they all do. Every uh, from what I've heard, every single person in the critical role team all has their hands filled with things to do, or every, has, has their own part. part. Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. I, his part is I'd say really <laughs> important considering he is the DM for the entire show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not only that, uh, but. He is a talented individual. If you watch the show at all, you know how many voices he can do for monsters, people. Um, if you look at his resume, if yeah. you look at the things he's performed, like he has done, I've been there's s- a lot. I've been scrolling the IMDb since this started, and it just keeps going. It just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. He's in Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. He's now in- he does as as well. A lot of voice actors, especially once you become more well known, there's going to be a lot more Ultraman. background work. He's you an do. Ultraman. He's an Ultraman. Oh yo, he's the, the new one oh, on Netflix. Uh, 2019. Yeah. Oh, that's Bell, a, that's a great Bemular. 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 There you go. I said it right the first time. Sick, bro. DC superhero girls. He's Captain Cold. Yup. Oh yeah. Chill out. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. He's oh Crom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of characters. Well, some lovable ones that everybody knows, but also because being a voice actor, you know, got to pay the bills. So mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll find yourself being Soldier Three or Civilian Two. Oh, he's or, in Promare. Uh, oh, he is actually in Promare. He's uh, Guerra. I don't remember Sorry. anybody's names in Promare. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just I really like the man. He's super selfless, super selfless, and. Um, to me, seeing someone who's that selfless, yet um, able to succeed in entertainment, kind of gives me a little, just just a little bit of hope, at least. Joe, what happened? I just saw, like, I'm scrolling down. I'm all the way down to 2017. I'm oh not gosh. even halfway down the page. He's in Injustice 2 as Deadshot, Yo. the most annoying Yo. character. Yo. But that's awesome. <laughs> it's so bad. He does a lot of, like, superhero stuff. He's a yeah. regular show. I'm just I'm just been scrolling. Yeah. I'm scrolling, man. I'm not stopping. Mm. I'm not stopping. Can you, can you give us your impressions on him? He's just he's like, all right. When it comes to video game voice actors, at least for males, Joy Baker, Nolan North, and then Matthew Mercer. Wow. Okay. Like top three. Mm-hmm. This guy is everywhere. I mean, he mm-hmm. he does have a lot of major roles, and then like yeah. he'll also encounter him. More often than you expect once you recognize his voice, which has happened to me a few times. Um, I remember I was playing The Last of Us 2, mm-hmm. and um, one of the scenes towards the very end, to be as spoiler-free as possible, uh, you rescue some prisoners, um, and the main prisoner who talks to you, as soon as he spoke, I'm like, oh, that's Matt Mercer. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> like that, uh, was it Great Gatsby meme? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, Wolf where he's, like, pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the yeah. TV. Yeah, 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 that's. I'm pretty sure that's Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay, actually. Wolf of Wall Street. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you uncultured people. Oh, it is? Oh, is it? I've I'm never sorry. seen that movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next I've... up, the Leonardo DiCaprio mo- episode, because you can't get it right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. You see, when I think uh, of voice actors... Hey, um, what's wrong with you? My, my number one favorite voice actor... I'm not going to say... Well... Usually it's Christina V. Not saying she does a lot, but like she's great. But when I think of the top voice actor who has their has multiple fingers and multiple pies, I think of uh, James Arnold Taylor, uh, a great voice actor who does like a lot of shows, a lot of characters. I, uh, it's because you know, usually growing up, for every time around my birthday or for my birthday, I go to Star Wars weekends with my parents, yeah. and we would always catch uh, his panel. And yeah. it's okay. amazing. It's like, yeah, not only is he Obi-Wan Kenobi in Clone Wars, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But he he's also like so many other characters. I'm pretty sure he's like Sly or or Ratchet or something. He, I think he's Ratchet. Yeah, he like James Arnold Taylor. Great for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when when I look when when you when you wanted when you say you wanted to do this episode on Matthew Mercer, I'm like never heard of him, right? Because I'm not I'm not that great with with names when it comes to voice actors and stuff. I'm like not that, that great know? with names in like, general, so I feel you. Fair, yeah. Like <laughs> like the most I can think of is yeah, James Arnold Taylor, Christina V, Nate wants to battle, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. But when I yeah when I when I've gone through. I'm I'm looking through all of the things he's done. It's it's insane to to see how much this person has done. He's yeah. in Z, he's in Xenoblade Chronicles X. He's Lao. And he's a very important character. Uh, recently, he I, I I've been playing in the game Indivisible as an indie game. He's in this game. He's Zebe. One of he's one of the main characters, and that's like really wow. This is this is crazy. Yeah. Like and the, and despite having both a broad voice, broad mm-hmm. range in voices, and a broad range of characters that he can do, he's still, like, when it comes down to it, the core thing you need as a voice actor is to be able to reasonably be a character to the point where you can sell that this is an actual person. Mm-hmm. And he does that, for, at least from what I've seen, for every character that I've seen him play. I mean, one of my favorites, Levi from Attack on Titan, like... It got to the point where I, because every time I hear Matt Mercer in a piece, I just think that's Matt Mercer. But for Levi, it got to the point where, like, I stopped seeing Levi as Matt Mercer. I started seeing Levi as Levi because, like, that's what I think a good voice actor well. does. That's what I think a good voice actor person does when, when it comes to their work. Yeah. You're, you're not, you don't you think separate. of the actor, you think of the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, why does this person inspire you so much? And how? Um, well, two different aspects of my life. First, in terms of just um, treating others around me in creative spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, when I f- first started doing anything creative, um, I had the big idea that I was hot shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> and oh. so I don't, I, I didn't, and sometimes I don't still treat people with the respect they deserve. Mm. And it's because sometimes it can be hard because trying to give people creative uh, direction but also not trying to tell them they suck um, is a little tough because it's like, you're doing it wrong, do it this way. How do you say that without essentially... feelings? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what constructive criticism is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for a while, it was hard to be both selfless and creative. Mm -hmm. But then around that same time running into Matt Mercer who's literally just like nice to everyone and I was like all right so there is probably a way to do this to where I don't have to be mean oh yeah and I think that completely changed the way I think Matt Mercer was one of the big contributions as to why um my creative flow the works the way it is now Mm. because I focus because I started focusing more on making sure people want to help and want to be involved in any sort of project I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than it being like, I have a project and people are going to see how greatly artistic it is and they're going to follow my artistic direction. I mean, you were doing that uh, earlier. Not not the not the cocky part, the, the, the part before that, asking people if they want to be a part of stuff. You were doing that earlier, right before we were recording with us. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're 
You're doing it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so uh, Matt Mercer is a big contribution to that for me. But also Matt Mercer just helped me in terms of my D&D, which is something that's really important to me, the way I play D&D. He really, he really gives the players the reins, mm. which is something any dungeon master can be very scared to do, especially when you hear all of the horror stories out there of when players are given the reins and then things go very uncomfortable for everyone and you have to cancel a session or some player does something dumb to other players. and So it can be really scary some to give players the reign. stuff, huh? Yeah, some weird petty stuff that oh, happens. Dungeons & Dragons brings in both a lovable crowd and a not-so-lovable crowd. Yeah, you got to check your egos sometimes, bro. You got to check your ego. Yeah, some, pe- some people play it for their own fun. Yeah. They'll find yeah. groups that are for them, <laughs> but sometimes... Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So it can be really scary for a dungeon master to give the reins to the players, mm. but seeing the way Matt Mercer does it kind of gave me a little more confidence to do that. And, of course, he has amazing players who are also all voice actors, so it could maybe be a little easier for him. But still, these days, most of the people I play with are my friends, and if I'm like, yo, tone it down, they tone it down. Yeah. So... It gave me a lot more confidence in giving my giving the experience to the players, whereas before it's like, this is a story, you are going to be railroaded down this story like it's a video game, and you have no choices. You are uh, going to be this character, yeah. because I say so. Exactly. You're going to be the good guys. You can't steal <laughs> from the orphan baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it why not? It's so easy. I know. Right? I mean, it is really easy. <laughs> Can't be Technoblade here. Who's the baby gonna tell? <laughs> exactly. The morality is subjective, folks. <laughs> but now, but now I let my parents. Play- <laughs> What's the baby's name? Bruce Wayne? Don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. But, Jared but loves now killing it- babies. Oh, now I give my players the options. You know, if they want to steal from the orphan baby, uh, I mean, sure. Do it. But as long as they're not making the experience unfun for everyone else. <laughs> it's, it, you know, oh, and that no. changed the way I ran D&D. And now, right. I mean, it's more fun for both me and everyone involved. So, so do you think you try to mimic what he does or do you put your own spin um, when you're DMing? It's... It's a mix, right? Because oh. while he is, a, in terms of D&D, is one of the dungeon masters I respect the most, he's not the only one. Um, I mean, Arcadum is one of the ones who, as a Twitch streamer, uh, does D&D with other Twitch streamers. Um, really, really, really good dungeon master. Mm. Um, I probably take most of my influence from him. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I know you're listening. Sorry. At the same time, though, uh, I the the sh- the one that I watch the the DM that I've watched the most in my life that I watch the most in my life is Matthew Mercer. Mm. So no doubt, just by how much I consume his stuff, a lot of that probably plays into the way I run the game. Interesting. Mm. Okay. But yeah. So, Joe, I. What is your favorite like? From from what you're seeing, what's your favorite piece of work he's done? Or well, I I just said working? I just said um Deadshot yeah Injustice two but he's uh in Minecraft story mode yeah is he's he? in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater five yo that's like the highest voice. honor uh, of voice I can oh. get <laughs> he's in the first Battlefront as Stormtrooper great but Wait, in which Battlefront, Battlefront the original uh Battlefront 2015 uh, and then the Disney one and right. then Battlefront two he's Luke Skywalker yeah. That's a Ooh. really good interpretation of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really seen any. 
since. Call sh- yeah, no. Yeah, since. Shots fired. Mark. Ooh, but Marky Mark. Yeah. It was, I thought it was Marky Mark at first. I actually <laughs> thought they got him back into the studio. Uh, uh-huh. But Matthew just really kind of fits that hero voice very well. I don't know if that's the trope he takes on the D&D campaigns a lot. Um, oh, I mean, in D&D campaigns, because he's the dungeon master, he's literally everybody who isn't the players. He's got so much range. He, this IMDB is still going. I'm still scrolling, folks. I'm still scrolling. I'm in 2015. <laughs> still he scrolling. is every man, woman, Child. monster... Every whatever, it, literally anything that's world. in Critical Role that isn't the players is his voice. If I'm not mistaken, um, one or two of his maps or or campaigns became official with D and D. Um, right? No, he had Something a like that? he had a D and D book. Uh, that's what I meant. The there is the Critical Role setting. Um, uh, Wild Mount. Is is a official D and D book you can buy from Wizards of the Coast? Yeah, um, and that's his story. Yeah, it, and it's his setting. Um, that's crazy. He also he also released not through Wizards of the Coast, but still uh, Taldore, another setting from the first. So Wild Mountain is the setting from the second campaign, the current one that's going mm. on. There's mm-hmm. also Taldore, the setting from the first campaign. Once that first campaign ended, he released the setting mm-hmm. for everyone. So if they wanted to host their campaign in the world of Critical Role, they could. I think I think that's like, if you're doing a show, playing a game that you love, and yet you get to be a part of that game, that's, it's that's insane, like one of the right? highest honors. I mean, ima- like... Imagine that. Imagine, think of your favorite show for, uh, Vol- think if, Voltron, right? If Imagine if you could run a game of Voltron. I would, like, that's a high honor. Like, if, if I could be a, even, like, a part of the show, for example, right? I, w- I want that. I, I do want, I, I legit want a Voltron game. Like, I want, I want Platinum Games to make it. Make it, bro. I want Platinum Games to make it, you know? Like, I want, I want that type of spin to it. Oh, but that, yeah, it's it's super it's super cool it's that he released his because that's like that's also his creative thing, right? It's his little in any any DM's world, right? Yeah, any DM kind of wants to keep a lot of that stuff secret because in case they want to pull it out for a different time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made my own D and D world, and while I love to talk about it. I would never release it because one, that takes so long. Oh my mm. gosh, it takes so long. I don't understand how Matt Mercer did it. <laughs> but two, also like, that's mine. Yeah, <laughs> this is my little secret thing, and I get to do what I want with it when I want. It's, and it's so, like, him releasing it for everyone is like, it's kind of like an author in their new book they're writing or something. Imagine oh, if yeah. J.R.R. Tolkien yeah. released a book that is just all of the world. Like lore mm-hmm. of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. not what? N- That's the wrong universe, my guy. <laughs> Sorry, what? no. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling is who I think yeah, but well, we we don't talk about oh. her. J.R.R. Tolkien is, is Lord the of the Hobbit. Rings. Yeah, and Lord of the Rings. Okay, so imagine if J.R.R. Tolkien came back from the dead. Uh, <laughs> he could. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty he's sure because The Hobbit released in like the 30s. Um, J.R.R. Tolkien comes back from the dead, releases the lore of Lord of the Rings, yeah. and the and uh, what's the world Hobbit. of it called? What? Oh, Middle Earth. M- Middle Earth releases oh. all the lore of Middle Earth, like every single town, every single city, rulers, everything. Yeah. As J- he's just like, all right, this is for you guys to do what you want with. Mm-hmm. That would be insane. Yeah, and so the. 
Taldore and uh, Wildmount were basically Matt Mercer's equivalent of doing that, which mm. is really cool. It's like giving away a piece of your baby. Exactly. Just a piece. Just, what? <laughs> like the just ear? The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's still yours, but not completely now. Yeah, you know, other people can do whatever they want to it. Do you mean, like, giving custody of your baby? All right, this this analogy is getting out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you said just a small yeah, piece of I your was baby, like, what? I was like, uh, I didn't. I'm not the one who said ear. Okay, but you just said a piece of I, your baby. I was thinking right leg. I was about to say right leg. That's so much more worse. It's like a huge chunk of the baby. That's like one sixth. Hey, when uh, I say seg, you say way. Seg. Way. <laughs> Jared, he's in Sailor Moon. He's in Sailor Moon. He's, he's in Sailor, Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. Oh, he's he's um Prince the Man. There you go. He's Prince Tuxedo the Man. man. <laughs> he's Prince. He is the Man. Uh, yeah, Iconic. he's uh okay. So he's wow. He's Tuxedo Mask. He's wow. He's Leon Kennedy and. Revil Revelations Revil. too. Revil. Revil. <laughs> He's Leon and I think all of them. I'm the just. Resident I'm Evil sorry. Stuff. I'm. Uh, this is my only contribution to the episode. I'm just like astonished by how many things. Dude. I'm. Yeah. I'm at like three quarters of the way down. Sushi He's- Ninja. <laughs> I love that for him. He was in Miraculous Ladybug. No way. Yeah, he's Vincent. He's Vincent? Yeah, the photographer. Are you kidding? What? Yeah. Right? Oh, I love Miraculous. It's such a good show. Did you see the Shanghai special? No, no not Shanghai. Um, Why are you getting uh, hype about New York? No, I didn't. It's on Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it. It's like an hour long. Happening? I saw it like Yo, the other day. I don't know. Bet. Okay, it's I'm awesome. going to have to watch it then. I think I think Vincent's in there. I'm pretty sure it is. Maybe. He's in like a few episodes. Like, right. consistently. I'm pretty sure he's in the movie. So, therefore, Matthew Mercer's in the movie. So, it's related. <laughs> I love Miraculous. Sorry. That's, it's, it's a good show. It's, it's great. It's great. It's it's totally for kids, but, like, it's great. I don't, it doesn't matter how old you are. Sure. Yeah. Christina V is Ladybug. Christina V is the main yeah. character. So, that's why I love it. That's, Yo, that's what got me into it. it. You know? So, it's awesome. It's okay. all coming together. It's all coming together. Uh, oh, yeah. And then just, just another small little thing with me, Matt Mercer. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry, you're getting a little distracted. <laughs> um, it's uh, a while back in high school. Um, I had a group of friends that we just did dumb for fun voice acting stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did a little projects uh, where we'd uh, pick up like a manga or a um, some comic that some random artist made mm. and we would dub it. Um, oh. So you had your own voices too while yeah. you're reading through yeah. it? That's just for cool. fun, because why That's not? Cool. Um, and while it's like when, reading. when we did that a bunch, like around the same time I started watching Critical Role, yeah. um, man, listening to Matt Mercer voice actor, just seeing all the things he was in and hearing him in uh, Critical Role really made me realize that I wasn't a voice actor. I was just going <laughs> to ask. I was just going to ask. You weren't up to par. Oh, it's it's really fun to voice act, but really it's difficult. Just, Joe's yeah, the yeah, best yeah. voice actor. Here. I took a class. That's how really? I ended up in. Yeah, took I took a class. A class. Yeah, here. Oh, how'd that go? It went really fast. I miss it. I miss <laughs> like you know all the theater people there, but like to do that as a profession, it's a very good job. And this guy's wicked successful. I mean, holy crap! He yeah. was in Middle Earth. He was in Knights of Hyrule, in Hyrule, what? whatever. <laughs> this guy. Is like if you want to look up to a voice actor, you get this is like a good benchmark. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. especially if you're a video game nerd such as myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, or an anime nerd, he's in tons of anime he as is. well. Yeah, or Disney because he was in Avengers Assemble and the Disney XD Spider-Man show too. That's true. A good actor Yo, has his fingers in every spot. Yeah, it was, and he was also in the Spider-Man video game for the PS4. Does he? Yeah, I mean, we could do an entire 
hour of just listing yeah. all the things yeah. he's in. Yeah. He, like, if you go on his IMDb, it's just endless. That's literally what I'm doing right I now. Know. Yo, That's what he's, Joe's been doing. I'm he's in 2014 in now. He's in the best game of all time. You want to know what it is? Black Butler. No. He's in Knack. He's, he's in Knack. Gundahar Knack, bro. Dude. Knack <laughs> uh, is actually not that bad of a game. It's, it's all right. <laughs> he was um, in Kingdom Hearts 3. Is it? Is he? Okay, we're gonna. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's in. Yeah, no. Let, let me ask you this, Joe. Uh, Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Patrick. Just so, just so we can like start wrapping it up. What well, What are some things that you just want to leave off on? You know, saying. Um. When it comes to him, I think the number one thing, while while he is all of these voices mm-hmm. and he is the dungeon master of Critical Role and all of these things, what I remember most about Matt Mercer and the reason why I follow him as much as I do is because of him as a human being. Um, I don't think I'd still be watching Critical Role if they weren't as... if the entire crew wasn't as great of people as they are. Um, You like like them getting personal? They're personal and they're kind. Mm. They, like like I mentioned earlier, charity runs um, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Working with other people to do charity. Um, It's just... It, they go above and beyond in terms of just being good. And Matt Mercer specifically, um, I follow him on Twitter. Uh, is just a man who spreads love everywhere. Good vibes. Um, good vibes. Um, yeah. Super kind to everybody he meets. Is open to fans. He's he's just he's just a great person. And um, did you ever? I, had I, I like aspiring yeah. to be that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just just kind of good. In despite of everything, um, even despite personal whatevers. Have you ever had like an actual interaction with him? Have with you ever? Matt Mercer? Yeah. I wish. Like you know, through Twitch, through Twitter. No, mm, no. I had a. I had no, a, just me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> I had an interaction with uh, Arcadum, the Twitch streamer I mentioned earlier. Does D and D? I was oh, actually. Cool. Yeah. I was in one of his games. Sick. Really? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. A long time ago, because he ha- he has a. Oh, I could talk about Arcadum for forever. He has a, <laughs> he has a thing where his subscribers can join a sort of D and D thing where it's tons of dungeon masters and tons of players all in this thing where it's like his world and like uh, sometimes there's like these prestige missions where Arcadum himself runs the session. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into one of those way back when and I played it and I was like, man, that's so legendary, legendary, um, super fun time. Um, and then yeah, I, I'm not in that anymore. But if you're if you're a big fan of D and D, Critical Role, heavily recommend. Heavily recommend. If you if you haven't watched a little bit of Critical Role, um, I think it's worth it. Um, I would recommend starting out with the new campaign. In my opinion, it's better than the first. Mm. But the first is also really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, you you've audience, you've almost if you're if you play video games, if you watch. Animes, movies, whatever you you've heard of him. You've heard him yeah. before, almost and definitely. He is he is someone that uh, has influenced who I am now, mm. and definitely is someone who I look toward look to being, uh, both creatively and as a person. Love that. Yeah. Not only is Matt Mercer doing what he loves for a living, but he's also doing it while making a difference. Mm. Yeah. I think we should great. all be like Matt Mercer, in a way. Do what we love and do it f- for people. Positive change. Positive yeah, change. Yeah, I like that. 
Except for when you're playing Injustice 2 against a Deadshot spammer just <laughs> shoots you from across the... Whatever. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Make sure to follow, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. That'll be lovely. Make sure to check out um, Eagle Radio on the Live 365 app. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. We love you. Welcome to the end card. A few fact check things. First of all, J.R.R. Tolkien died in 1973. <laughs> okay. Uh, second of all, you said you were going out with Logan and his parents soon. Going out with his mom. But this is the past, so now you have to go out with Logan and his parents again Whoa. into the future. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 so I'm just going to yeah, read off some things that I think he did. He's in Thundercats. He's Tigra. He's in Voltron. Yeah. Lieutenant right. Hepta. Yep. He's, yeah, Marvel Spider-Man. This end he's card's going to be half an hour long if you, you know, keep reading all these. Joe, just cut it whenever you want. Okay, so he's also...